Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. What's up, losers, and welcome to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. My name is Andrew Bascom, and for 108 episodes, we've helped you lose money on everything. It's a sports gambling podcast where we lose as much money in three separate bets as possible for about 20-ish minutes. On this episode, we will be discussing our favorite ways to lose money on the NCAA March Madness Tournament. You heard of it? I think you remember this one because you and I, we're going to put in so much work. We're going to look after all the numbers. We're going to look after Ken Palm and offensive efficiency and the rebounders and, oh, the third guy off the bench, his dad is sick. Oh, my God. We're going to think about everything. And then Janet in accounting will win the NCAA bracket because her son likes trains and Purdue wins. And that's just the way it goes. Oh, I love this. Let's lose some money. Oh, and of course, we're going to do a record check and recap at the end of the show, as always, because we are honest people. We try and stay honest. But here's how the episode's going to go. We're going to give out our favorite first round losing bets as bet number one. We're going to go some future region losers as bet number two. And then we're going to pick some future winners, which of course are losers, in bet number three. And scheduling check, we will be back next Thursday, March 24th, before the Sweet 16, to pick even more losers. Got it? All right, let's lose some money with bet number one. Round one bets. Number 11, Michigan, is a two and a half point favorite against number six, Colorado State. Yes, you are hearing me absolutely correctly, and it's one of the first games that's going to run off on Thursday. Why in the world is a number 11 seed favored over a number six seed? That's a great question, you might ask yourself, or, or I ask myself, and that's a very good question, Andrew. Thank you. I am perplexed on why number 11 seed is favored over number six seed. For starters, the number six will have the best player in the game. Big body, great nickname. David, Roddy, just all of, just, oh, eight pluses, Picasso, that is so good. He's had an amazing season for the Rams. He's averaging 19.4 points, 7.6 rebounds, 2.8 assists, while making 45.5% from three-point range. He is, he, he, is, he really lives up to the big body thing. Colorado State is not particularly tall, but is enough speed and experience to keep that Michigan center, uh, Hunter Dickinson, in check. The fact that the Wolverines rank 11th in the Big Ten in three-point shooting, in the Big Ten alone, makes me even more confident that the underdog will prevail. Let's go with Colorado State. Let's do that. Everyone thinks that the racket's going to get busted with the first game off with Michigan. Let's go with Colorado State. Plus two and a half. Plus. What are you doing? Get out of here. Next game up, number four, Providence. Minus two and a half against South Dakota State. Number 13, the Friars are 11 and two in games decided by five points or fewer. Three and oh in overtime, which is a separate point that you need to keep in mind. And they're ranked number one in Ken Palm's luck matrix. Yes, there is a luck matrix. The question is, how, when will the luck run out, right? This whole tournament is based a little bit on luck. They certainly didn't look like a team ready to make a deep run in the NCAA tournament when they were getting blitzed by Creighton 85-58 to 58 in the Big East tournament. South Dakota State has a similar profile to Creighton. The Jackrabbits are 12th in the country in adjusted offensive efficiency, ranked first nationally in three-point percentage, and second in scoring. They also haven't lost since December 15th. It's March, heads up. This is not an easy task for Providence. But I'm guessing that they've had some intense practices over the last few days. After getting stomped by Creighton, I believe they'll come to play and just be lucky enough to win and cover Providence minus two and a half. Oh, I love this. I love this. So many bets all at once. Not enough TVs. I'm going to turn my house into a Buffalo Wild Wings. Let's do this thing. Number nine, Memphis minus two and a half against Boise State. Mm, two and a half seems to be a popular number running around right now. If you tried to design the type of opponent that would give Memphis trouble, you could do a lot worse than Boise State. The Broncos have five seniors and a junior against their top seven players. They're 17th in the country in defensive efficiency, 
and have allowed just 60.8 points per game and won the regular season tournament title in the toughest Mountain West conference in years. Memphis's rotation is older than people realize. The only underclassman is, uh, is a 6'11 freshman, Jalen Duran. But the Tigers still commit turnovers on like a mind-boggling 22.9% of their possessions. Almost a quarter of their possessions end in a turnover. That is bananas. It's by far the highest in any team in the tournament. And their three-point shooting is really suspect against a good defensive team, as evidenced by their one-for-ten shooting from three in the AAC tournament. Final loss to Houston, which we'll get to Houston. Ooh, love Houston. The Tigers want to play real fast, but the Broncos will force them to half-court game, and that will be decisive. That's why we're going with Boise State, plus two and a half. All right, we're going to go to a number one seed now, because it's exciting. Baylor, the former champions, the reigning defending champions, are 20 and a half point favorites against Norfolk State, who are obviously a number 16 seed. All credit due to Baylor for earning a top seed after losing four starters from last year's champions and three key players from this season to season-ending injuries. But the Spartans are no joke. They went 12-2 and in the MEAC regular season and won a second straight tournament title. They're a really good offensive team that always is on attack. That leads to a lot of turnovers. And also a lot of free throws. They're 12th in the country from three-point defense, and they have a guard in Joe Bryan who can hang with the top seed of Bears. He led Norfolk State in points, assists, steals, while ranking fifth in the country in free throw percentage. Baylor won't lose. Let's get something straight. I'm not predicting a number one seed losing here. But it's going to feel some pressure which means it's probably not going to cover the spread. We're going to go with Norfolk State. Oh my God. Plus 20 and a half against Baylor. All right, let's get to one of my favorite teams in the tournament. Number five, Iowa. Minus nine and a half versus Richmond, the number 12 seed. Oh, the Iowa Hawkeyes. Your moment of truth has come. This team is ranked number two in offensive efficiency and has the nation's most dangerous bucket getter in Keegan Murray. He has 23.6 per game, especially given that Iowa is 77th nationally in defensive efficiency. Fortunately for them, Richmond is not that type of opponent. The Spiders are one of the oldest teams in the country. They have four super seniors, which I guess are like 76. Oh, 23? Oh, okay. But they are 104th nationally in defensive efficiency. Their calling card is the Princeton-style five-out offense that is prediction on ball control and three-point shooting. That's a very comfortable matchup for the Hawkeyes. Our pick, Iowa, minus nine and a half. Get used to us saying that. We like Iowa in this tournament. Okay, last pick. Number one, Gonzaga, minus 23 and a half against number 16, Georgia State. Okay, so pretty obvious here, right? Number one, Gonzaga, the number one overall team in the tournament is going against Georgia State, who is going to be one of the worst teams in the tournament. Simple enough, right? No. Well, the Zags have been favored by an average of 22 and a half points per game this season, yet they are 15, 12, and two against the spread. That's because the Jags lead the nation in scoring at 87.8 points per game, and they're fourth in tempo. They don't know any other way to play. They just run up and down the court and score a bunch of baskets. So even when they're cruising at home, they still have their foot in the gas. So it's going to be hard for Georgia State to keep up with this team, given that the Panthers are ranked 337th nationally in field goal percentage. Yikes. Those are all the losing bets we are going to make on the first round. So let's lose some money on region winners with bet number two. Region winner bets. So here we are going to be taking some bets that we think have good odds, even though a few chalk picks came through. Let's start with the West region. Yes, the UConn Huskies. I can't escape the thought of UConn mirroring Baylor's game plan against Gonzaga in last year's national final. These Huskies are nowhere close to as good as talented as that Baylor team. The Baylor team was so good, but they think they can make a half-believable knockoff? UConn has a group of athletic, aggressive wing players who swarm defensively and play to the next-level attitude. If the referees keep their whistles at bay, mm, we'll see, that kind of pressure defense could throw a wrench 
into Gonzaga's high-octane offense. In the paint, UConn slams the offensive glass to create additional pressure. That could make up for some disadvantages elsewhere. No team in the nation grabbed more of their own misses than the Huskies last year. In a wide-open region, why couldn't the Huskies ride their aggressiveness and old-timey make-shot-making with a few unlikely wins? At plus 1,600, and some places you can get higher, can you get a Connecticut future right now? This team is worth a look. The South region, the Arizona Wildcats. Okay, so this is our chalk pick. We can't get away from it here. The South region of the bracket is loaded with programs that have legitimate chances to make a run. Villanova has a dominant one-two punch, has a great coach in Jay Wright. Illinois has the most dominant big man in the country in Kofi Cockburn. Uh, a name I laugh at every time, and I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so, so, I'm so sorry. A couple with a cast of three-point snipers. Tennessee and Houston with their own stifling defenses who can lock down even some of the best offenses. But Arizona has a roster that is built for March. With dominant inside presence, and the roster is made from two snipers on the outside. But more importantly, Arizona has the benefit of a dominant bench that can grow leads even against, against starting units while the starters are sitting. The roster has no holes, and the ability to expose the opponent's weakness, the Wildcats won by an average margin of 17 points and are battle-tested with a 15-3 record against quad 1-2 and two opponents. They will lean on that experience in tough games to propel them to the Final Four, at least we hope. We're going to take Arizona at plus 150. Oof, God, that number hurts, but, you know, that's what we're going with. That's what we're going with. So for the East region, we're going to be taking the Kentucky Wildcats. Baylor is the team to beat, but I believe Kentucky has the team to do it. Kentucky should be able to handle the Murray State, San Francisco winner in the round of 32, which would send the Wildcats to Philly for the second weekend. Purdue or Texas would be likely the opponent in Sweet 16. And either would be a legitimate test for Coach Cal's bench. But ultimately, I think the Wildcats find a way to pull that one out and move into the regional final. If it's Baylor in the matchup, it's going to be a tough one. But it'll be an awesome match to watch. And, you know, to be honest, we'd probably be betting on that game to maybe cover ourselves a little bit anyway, because that's the biggest threat that we see is against Baylor. Even though Baylor will be tough, give me Kentucky to punch its ticket to New Orleans, plus 220 to win the East region. And the last region, the Midwest region, who, of course, the four areas of, of America, East, South, West, and Midwest. We're going to be taking the Iowa Hawkeyes at plus 375. Okay, I told you earlier, we love the Iowa Hawkeyes. The Hawkeyes are peaking at the right time. They've won 8 of 10 to finish the regular season and added four more victories on their run extended throughout the Big Ten tournament. It helps that their star in Big Ten tournament MVP, Keegan Murray, is just on fire. He's averaged 25.8 and nine rebounds through the tourney. But he really shined against Indiana, dropping 32 points and hitting a record eight threes. Murray is the type of player that can put a team on his back and carry his way through. When you look at Iowa's path, it's, yeah, it's certainly not easy. The Hawkeyes are likely going to have a Sweet 16 matchup against Kansas which, as we've talked about in previous weeks, we had a preseason bet on them to win the whole thing at plus 2,000. So, it could be Sophie's choice between those two teams for me. And after that, if chalk holds, Iowa will face Auburn. And the Tigers have plenty of talent. And they've showed how streaky their offense can be in the stretch. If they go cold, the Hawkeyes could put together a run and bury them fast. Iowa is not only the best five seed, they're one of the best overall teams in the tournament. And to get them at plus 375, that's what we're doing with Midwest. So Yukon Huskies plus 1,600, Arizona plus 150, Kentucky plus 220, and Iowa plus 375. Those are our region winners, little sprinkles. Let's go over to bet number three. Who's going to win the whole thing? We're talking about winners? Don't ask surprised. Yes, winners. Winners. Yes, we're doing winners. I know we're used to losers around here, which we'll get to in the recap. Ooh, what a week last week. But here are the bets that we're going to throw out for the winning bets, okay? So I gave you Iowa. And if I really wanted to let myself imagine, you know, the Iowa win the whole thing is plus 2,500. Eh, 
I, I think I might put a little bit on there just because I'm, you know, a masochist, but you don't really have to. The other number that I wanted to throw out for the region winners, and I know I'm in the third bet now, but is the Houston plus 500 to win their region. That's another one that I kind of really like. Houston's got an incredible defense and has been playing really, really well. You know, it might seem crazy to have two, two five seeds meet in the final four, even though that's kind of what I'm predicting if both those things come true. But either one of these teams could have easily been a two seed. And Iowa offers a more overall leverage than the Hawkeyes in the Sweet 16. So I'm taking them there. So just keep that in mind is plus 500 for Houston to win their region and Iowa plus 375 or plus 2,500 to win the whole thing. But I can't get away from this. If I'm going to take someone to win the whole thing, I'm going to probably take Gonzaga at plus 300. I know the odds are so low considering they have to run through so many teams to get there, but they're really good. Like, surprise, surprise, I'm taking Gazaga to win it all. Last year, I faded Gazaga and took Baylor to win it all in my main bracket, and it paid off beautifully. In 2021, bracket pools, 39% of users picked to win as champions, but it's a little bit lower at 32% this year. So we're getting them on a much more reasonable price. This is a genuine chance Gonzaga will be a 10-point favorite in the first three rounds of the tournament. Any chaos in the bottom half of that Bulldogs bracket will make it possible for them to be 10-point favorites in the first four rounds of the tournament. They are head and shoulders above the rest of the field. And that's why plus 300 doesn't actually feel that rough. I usually don't take favorites I, to win it all. I, I really hate taking favorites. But I'm going to go with chalk. What's up, Charlie? Because it's impossible to win your pool without the correct champion. And I believe Gonzaga will be that champion this year. Feels weird ending with chalk considering we threw out so many upsets in this, in this uh, episode. But Gonzaga plus 300 is hard to get away from. So there you go. Those are ways we're going to lose money on the NCAA first round, second round, and some region futures. Let's get to the recap. Recap. Oh, yeah. Let's get to the recap. Oh, baby. So last week, we talked about some NASCAR. Okay. We gave out Wisconsin for the Big Ten tournament. We talked about Magomed Ankleyev inside the distance uh, for UFC Fight Night. And guess what? They all lost. Every single one of them. So you know what? You're welcome. Promise fulfilled. We did it. Woo! Lost every bet. So you lost money with Andrew Bascom. Oh, and five. Yeah, that's some losing money, baby. You better believe it. That's a minus six units. You lost six units because of me, and I love it. So, uh, what about at losing money, WAB? Okay, on social, we went nine and four. So, um, so sorry, we won money on that one. And that's plus 7.1 units. So we actually made 1.1 units on the week. Fuck. Sorry, guys. I promise you we're going to lose lots of money on the tournaments and not make, make money bullshit. No, this horse shit. We're going to lose money on the tournament. That is my promise to you. So next Thursday, come back here. We're going to clock where our first round picks have gone, how our regional bets are going to go. Are we going to cash out? Are we going to, are we going to be doubling down? Who knows? Next Thursday, next episode of Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. But go over to social media at Losing Money WAB on Twitter, on Instagram, where we ugh, make money. But we also make free daily picks, or you could be betting with us every day in between the episodes. We hope you have fun losing money on the NCAA March Madness. It's one of the couple of best days of the year for a gambler, because wall-to-wall for two days, your eyes are pinned open like clockwork orange, and basketball is just consuming you. We hope you have fun losing money. We'll see you later, losers. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!